I'm sure many of you have been wondering, like, where is the next podcast episode? And uh, I'm just, I, you know, I've just been busy and stuff. But, like, I decided to upload this. Um, I mean, it's really kind of just a thinly veiled, thinly veiled, thinly veiled. You know, you got to make mistakes nowadays because AI is real and stuff. And, like, you can't tell what's real and what's fake. So I like to leave in the mistakes so you can know that, you know, I'm a human and stuff. But anyway, I was playing uh, Street Fighter Six. And I just had this idea about mental health and mental illness. And so I'm going to share it. And then at the end, you know, once I share it and it like, you know, kind of changes your life or it scares you forever, um, then you'll come find me to, you know, have a resolution. So anyway, my website is a situational dot com. Um, yeah, I, be careful with this thought. I mean, if you are somebody who is prone to anxiety, you know, or philosophical existential anxiety, you might just want to skip this, skip this, uh, skip this podcast episode. Just, you know. Go on past it. But if you decide not to, um, that's on you. I uh, I just had a really weird thought. And it's one of them thoughts that's like, either this thought is about to make me a bunch of money, or this thought is going to get me thrown in a loony bin. But let me tell you, and I don't even like the word loony bin, because what we really should call them is, you know, basic rights removers i mean like once you get put in a psychiatric institution bro they can pretty much do whatever they want to to you it's insane see even that language because again we shouldn't use language like that but like if ever anything fit the definition of insanity it would be taking someone who's having a mental health crisis lock them in a place with people give those people unlimited power over them like Bro, they can do whatever the hell they want to you in some situations, bro. It's actually kind of terrible. Strap you down, deprive you of food. It's crazy, the stuff that... See, but I don't want to use that language. That's my bad. I, I don't want to use that language. I don't want to use that language. We need to take back that language. But if anything were crazy at all, ever, if anything were crazy, it would be the psychiatric institutions. But I just had one of them thoughts that like might get me put in there and I'm just going to share it with you publicly. And then that way, you know, either it's going to make me a million dollars and people are going to come find me and like ask me to help them with it. Cause clearly I get it. Or it's one of those thoughts that they're going to try to take my license away. And so, you know, I used to like to gamble. Let's just gamble a little bit. Okay. So I was thinking, what if we as humans, like number one, what if we just replay out all the trauma that has happened to us that we haven't healed yet and we get to various levels of healing and the healing for people who grew up in abusive and neglectful households is to learn how to take care of yourself right but like that's something that you have to practice doing which means you're going to make mistakes while you're doing it but if you don't know how to forgive yourself for making mistakes then you end up in the same situation over and over and over again. And like you trying to help yourself, but you can't help yourself because you don't know how to practice being nice to yourself when you make mistakes and shit. And so you just stay stuck in like this hell of you make mistakes. You need to learn from them, but you don't learn from them because you beat yourself up for the mistake you made. And like you just stay stuck forever. And then like in the situation like that. Of course, there's going to be times where you feel anxious. Of course, there's going to be times where you feel depressed. Of course, there's going to be times where you feel a lot of different shit. It's going to be times where you feel like you're the main character and shit. But there will never be a time where you feel like it's okay to make mistakes. And as long as that shit exists, like you're never going to be happy. You'll be situationally happy, but you won't be content with your life. And that shit will suck. Right. And so then what if I came up with a way to help you learn how to take care of yourself? 
What if I did that by explaining to you how to take care of yourself in a way that would make sense to you, that you would like really get? But like the thing is, if I explain it to you, ain't gonna be no real reason for you to give me money for it because once I explain it, I explain it and I want money, you know? But I think there might be some people who will ask questions because some people going to get it and then be real confused or some people are going to get it and then take it to its logical existential conclusion. And then once that happens, you're going to want someone to lead you. So, yeah, I'll tell you. And then if you listen to it and you get it and it causes you anxiety, you can pay me money to take the anxiety away. OK. All right. Great. That's what it is. All right. So I'm going to tell you what it is. You've been warned, you know, trigger warning for you know derealization because this might it could it could make you lose your mind if you truly understand it right if you truly got what i'm about to say it'll probably drive you a little you know it'll probably make you need to take a mental health month not even a week anyway just don't think too much about what i'm about to say okay so imagine if mental illness was not caused by a chemical imbalance what if mental illness is just what we label people whose bodies have been damaged by abusive and neglectful upbringings right and so let's say that you are one of those people that grew up in that environment one thing that you might be really really good at is taking care of other people taking care of other people's emotions taking care of other people's thoughts taking care of other people's feelings but you never really learn how to take care of yourself and so i've explained this already the solution Oh, so just the solution is real simple. Number one, stop getting offended when people say stuff is real simple and you think it's super hard. Like just because I say it's simple doesn't mean that it has to be simple to you. But you just can't keep getting offended every time. Like in the same way, I was out yesterday. I was uh, I do stand up comedy and, you know, I was out and there was these ladies. They all kept coming up and they all looked like they were dressed like Stepford wives and stuff, you know. And so they looked like they was dressed like Stepford wives. And I just at some point stopped and said, hey, excuse me, y'all are all dressed in a very specific like 60s aesthetic. May I know why? And she's like, oh, there's a show today. And so I looked over and like, oh, yeah, there was a show today. I didn't see it. The sign was right there. And she goes and I was like, that was really rude for you to answer me like that. Like I really was genuinely just asking. And she goes, oh, well, I thought that I thought that the conversation was going somewhere else. So I'm not going to lie. I screamed about racism and how it's bad in Seattle. But now that I've taken some step back from that situation and if I can just remove my ego from it, I can understand how someone like her might get frustrated with the situation of hopefully just me being a man asking her and not me being a black man. But like I was dressed in full goth attire. I have a picture of it. I'll show on my app like I was I looked great, you know, like. I wasn't trying to hit on her, but I can understand why she would assume that because the sign for the door was right there. But I wasn't looking at the sign. I was looking at the girls in the amazing fucking 60s outfits. That shit was sick. And it was slightly funny for the juxtaposition of society that we're in, especially in Seattle, where, you know, people are very social conscious. And it's just, you know, someone, for example, a woman who did like the 60s aesthetic, like it's not anti-feminist if you like it and maybe some there maybe there is somebody out there who just simply wants to be a housewife she wants to wear that's her cosplay that's her reality that's the universe she, okay i'm getting too far ahead never mind because i don't want to start talking about the different universes that we can all live in and like how you tramp never mind that's not the important part so you can't keep because what happened in that situation was simply i just got offended 
I got offended. My feelings was hurt. I wasn't trying to hit on her. I was genuinely curious. And she talked to me the same way that you would talk to a man who was trying to hit on you. And like, I get why, but like, I really wasn't, especially because I'm trying to stop dating white girls in the first place. So like, I really wasn't hitting on her at all. Like maybe she gets hit on by, I mean, see now this seems racist. I was going to say maybe she gets hit on by a lot of black men. Maybe in Seattle, there's not like, you know, even if we wanted to choose, there's not as much from us to choose from, but I can understand how that may have happened but i got mad in the moment i did i made a TikTok about it that i didn't upload i was sharing on the app i made a video about it I, I started talking about women and how what i said was i'm just gonna tell the truth and then show you the video what i said was um you know it's real messed up women i feel like there's some women out there that hate men just as much as men hate women and y'all don't like to acknowledge it Y'all talk about patriarchy and everything, but don't realize that like hating men is part of patriarchy. Like that's the video I made. But like, thankfully, you know, uh, I deactivated my TikTok. I did. I did. Okay, let me get back to the story. So imagine you have, if you want to heal yourself from self-hate, I have to tell you what to do. But then after that, like, yeah, I'm just going to let you come find me because some of y'all going to need a leader anyway. So imagine that like there is an invisible ghost child. <laughs> imagine that there is an invisible ghost child that follows you everywhere in your house. There is a ghost child that just lives with you, okay? And sometimes that ghost child takes over your body. If you were to look around your house right now or look in your bank account or look at your clothes or look at the state of your organization or take a look in the mirror, what would the message about how that ghost child is feeling be being sent to you, right? Like, what would that ghost child be saying to you? For example, let's say you have glasses and cups everywhere you got you got cheetos empty cheetos you know on the on the couch you know you got peanut butter everywhere you waste some you waste some dishwashing soap on the floor but you didn't get it up right now because it's not important it doesn't really matter you got empty pistachio shells just kind of laying around everywhere you know um um you know Wait, what am I? I started reading the text message and got off of it. Um, I started reading the text message. It's not a text message. I started reading the chat instead instead of the topic, which was the ghost baby that's following everybody around. And like, what if that ghost baby was responsible for like, you know, the stuff going on? What would that child be telling you? You know? If you could look around your house and pretend that sometimes there is an inner child that takes over, what would they be saying? You know, why would they be leaving your house dirty like this? And then imagine that your job is to parent that child. How would you teach that child how to take care of themselves? In a way that they could understand, you'd probably have to stop yelling at them when they make mistakes or saying they're stupid or dumb. You'd probably have to stop taking their toys away. You know, you might want to sit down and play a video game with them. Yeah, you might want to 
you want you might yes focus on the ghost baby that's really what it is you need to focus on the ghost child that lives with you because that's that's why you know your house is dirty because the ghost child keeps you know making your house dirty because you don't ever do nothing nice with maybe the ghost child wants to go to an arcade it's following you all the time that ghost child is behind you all the time everywhere everywhere Wherever you go, that ghost child just follow you. That ghost child watches everything you do except for a few adult things. There's a couple of things that that ghost child does not watch you do because of the way that, you know, nature and metaphysics works. Okay? But everything else that ghost child sees. You know? And I think that ghost child is mad at you. And so what could you do to make the ghost child happy? I heard that the ghost child really loves watching you exercise. <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard, I heard, I heard the ghost child really loves watching you have a consistent schedule. I heard that the ghost child really, really enjoys it when you eat something nice for yourself. I heard that the ghost child loves sitting right next to you all the time, everything that you're doing. That ghost child loves to watch you watch television. Yep. Yep. That ghost child loves to watch you watch television. Yep. You know what the ghost child can't stand, though? That ghost child cannot stand it when you don't do the things that you say you're going to do. That ghost child cannot stand it. Cannot stand it. When you let somebody walk all over you, that ghost child just, it gets real mad and then stuff start clicking in your house. <laughs> <laughs> that ghost child said he don't care they don't care that ghost child can't stand it when you be hiding your actual gender identity that ghost child cannot stand watching you cringe up and get upset when you reading them headlines so anyway y'all take care of your ghost children or if not you know 